And bro, do you know how good we are? Do you know how good we are, bro? We started talking about news and media and in the end of the show, we rounded things off and yeah. finished off as news and media. I didn't even know we were that good. Perfect. Episode 35. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drip, yeah, I fit it up. I'm in my car and I get it up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drip, yeah, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and I get it up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Mate, we are back and you are listening to the 5-8 Take, Australia's number one podcast that is all facts, no fiction. Shout outs to the 5-8 Army. We salute you. Yeah. What's been happening, my brother? How are you, man? I am good, bro. I am good. I got a Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament coming up on Saturday. Fuck yeah. That I'm gassed, but I had a knee injury last week, so I couldn't train. I went to the Central Coast. Are you are you fighting? Yeah, yeah. And is this the gym versus gym? Yeah. Your internal Gracie fucking yeah. World War Civil War. Yeah, Gracie Civil War. I can't wait. Yeah, can't my friend wait. the other day, I was talking about Gracie, and he's like, "Oh, what? So he goes all the way out to Smeaton Grange to do it?" And I was like, "Oh." I'm pretty sure they got another one in Artarman, right? Like, yeah. so now it's the Gracie Smeaton Grange versus the Gracie Artarman. Artarman. Yeah, no. So Whitaker originally was at Smeaton Grange. Well, he is. That's his main gym. But yeah. then he um, got a gym in Artarman. He opened up, which I think it was his first gym at the time. Okay. And then, um, and then it's part of Gracie Australia. But the the two gyms are the closest gym like to each other. So yeah. that's why we're gonna go versus them. <laughs> so we, there's other like you're part of this like it's like a franchise, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And however, you still got your like your close mates that are like close together in terms of gyms. Yeah. So like during this COVID thing, we were blocked from going to the one in um, Alexandria and some other ones. But we could still go to Smith and Grange because there's that like agreement between ah, the two. So yeah, right. yeah, so this is gonna be the first internal one where we go over there and just fucking destroy all just, of them. Just just fucking <laughs> kill your brothers. Yeah. And then jujitsu is so funny. There's there was this um there was this meme. You know the meme with that little uh guy where he's like looking looks to the side and then he's like Look straight yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like that meme, and then it was um, uh, new cult found where they get students to choke each other constantly and then hug afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty much it. It's like a cult, really. We just go there and fucking strangle each just other and then go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of crazies, but yeah, that's that's on, man. I can't wait. I fucking dude, like to me, everyone should do martial arts, just like everyone should do surfing. It clears the mind, clears everything. It just cleanses the soul. And if you're if you're like in this COVID situation and you you feel very lonely, 
Martial arts is fucking amazing for everyone. Mm. My thoughts on it. It, mm. it seems like it's a blood sport, but it really isn't. Like It's definitely not so much of a blood sport as if you're doing like full-time MMA or if yeah. you're training. Like, yeah, I guess that would be more gnarly. Or I, What do you reckon? Martial arts is less of a blood sport than other... Like, yeah. So jiu-jitsu is less of a uh, blood sport than other martial arts, say, compared to boxing? No, I, I feel like the mis there's a misconception between, like, martial arts and just being a blood sport. Yeah. So, like, if you go to boxing every day, you're there learning chess, essentially. Yeah. Same with jiu-jitsu. If you go jiu-jitsu every day, you're there pretty much learning human chess. Yeah. And there's so many smart people. Like in in just my academy alone, there's a guy that works for Apple and he does a lot of engineering for Apple. There's a guy that works that worked on a Lego movie. Like he did the like a lot of the productions for that company. There's like People that have their, like this, like Royal Hemp, they have their own businesses and are running their own businesses. Like it's, it's, there are very educated and smart people that do jiu-jitsu that you wouldn't expect. And jiu-jitsu, especially jiu-jitsu compared to other ones, it's a very nerdy um, martial art compared to the others. Yeah, very technical, isn't it? Yeah, there's not much brute. Like you can't just... Like as a boxer, I like you can go into a boxing gym and let's say you you're fighting a really good good boxer, right? I'm not like ninety percent of the time you'll get smashed. One percent you could throw that overhand right, and it might connect. And that's the same as Muay Thai. You could throw that leg that might connect. Jiu-jitsu, there's not really that. If you're versing someone that is fucking high level jiu-jitsu, there's no lucky shots. You most of the time you're gonna get destroyed. Yeah. But and that but people looking out, they think the human nature and especially where we've been put at of um a very uh controlled state that we're in, people have obviously moved away from fighting or anything like that. So they view it as a blood spot. So that's what I mean by people looking at that as a blood spot. They view it as like any physical contact, that shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? No one wants to get into a fight or anything like that. But really- People love to watch it though. Yeah, people fucking love to watch it. But you mean on the street or you mean- Yeah, I mean- People just in general don't like- Contact yeah. less nowadays than they used to in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. It's like they think anyone that does it, any anything like that, is very brute, which is completely wrong. It's like yeah. it's it's like it's like doing really yoga. You're cleansing your mind. You're trying to meditate. You're trying to get yourself in a state. Like I might have a shit day, a horrible day, and then I'll go in and I might have a good session. And whilst you're in that session, your mind is completely clear. You're not thinking of anything because you're thinking of your positions to move forward. If I go like since like I had an injury last week, uh, Monday, I still went. I went on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I had a break to now. I'm like uneasy about it. I'm like, fuck, I can't wait for training tonight. Like I'm yeah, fucking yeah. finally recovered. I can finally get in there. Yeah. Um, 
And that's like people people just misunderstand that. They think it's just, you know, UFC and yeah. you're getting fucking you're gonna get your fucking big eye and you're gonna split get split and you're gonna fucking Well, that's one thing though I find uh UFC I do find it brutal, like straight up. Like I prefer yeah. boxing. Yeah. But that's the difference. You're, what we're talking about is jujitsu, not just UFC. And there's why I think UFC is like brutal is yeah, because why? Everything's why? all together. You've got all the disciplines just thrown in at one where mm. those lucky shots in every discipline can exhibit themselves. Except the That's lucky true. shot might be That's an true. elbow, man. It might be a knee to the nose. You know what I mean? Like it's different to so very true. The the lucky shot in boxing or in this or in that. So for me, it just uh, comes across way more brutal because there's no – I know I, I don't want to say this because it, it, it offends so many people, but – not, Do it. There's no discipline, but there is discipline. Yeah. There's just no specific, you know. There's no real rules. It's just all free for free for all, and no like uh, like UFC mixed martial arts itself because there's no uh, discipline that I find it that doesn't have as much direction sort of thing. So it becomes more brutal. Yeah, like, I, I think when it first started, like when UFC first started, it, I think that sentiment rang well because there was no rules you could do a soccer kick on the ground while someone was there to the head and like back Royce Gracie you had to fight like the first second first and second UFC and third I think he won and you had to have like four or five fights in the same day like the same fucking yeah. couple of hours and you could grab the, there was one dude this this um this this the entries and everything was insane. There was this one dude. He was an Asian dude, and uh, <laughs> I think it's UFC two. And he's got this like red underwear on, right? And he goes in there, and this guy gets him in a weird position. And back then, you didn't know what you were doing. So then he got him in this position where his nuts was there, and the dude just went bang, bang. Bang, bang, just directly to the dude's nuts, <laughs> and um, and then he was just like, he, I think he ended up winning the fight because the guy is was it, just like, this isn't, is there, isn't that the only rule though? You can't hit yeah. So that's nuts. so that's what I mean. So the development of like, uh, UFC has created its own mixed martial arts rules sets in itself. Yeah. So you figured out like what works and what doesn't like muay thai boxing kickboxing jiu-jitsu wrestling karate the top you like martial arts for ufc and ufc has helped establish that that they actually work versus um kung fu kung fu and that uh what's it called uh that wrist Ta fighting taekwondo Aikido. 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 Yeah. And taekwondo itself taekwondo is great but it's more point fighting so it hasn't worked as well as Muay Thai or something. Then the development of it, yeah, I feel I feel like a lot of like not not brutal like um, fans that watch it day in and day out, but newer fans to it see it as how it was because it's still early stages of UFC. Yeah, so they still see it as like they still think you can soccer kick someone or you can like. So you can't headbutt them. No, you can't. So all those things you can't ah, do. I thought you could. Nah, you so can't you headbutt someone. Can't headbutt. You can't soccer kick. You can't knee them if one hand is on the floor. Um, 
What's soccer kick? Soccer kick is when someone is, let's say, someone is laying down. Oh, okay. You've got them on the floor and their head is right and there you and you're standing up. You just straight boot them in the head. Yeah, yeah. So, some people are like, we should bring that back and as well. Yeah. But then others still think that exists and still think like Yeah, maybe goes. that's me. Because I, I yeah. can remember it being a lot more brutal than what it is Used now. to be. Yeah. yeah. It used to be just covered in blood and they'd get in there and just- it just seemed silly to me just to have some dude just... It still is like that, yeah. To me, rugby is more um, intense than UFC. Rugby and gridiron, to me, is more intense. There's more brain injury. There's more deaths over long terms. There has never been a death in the UFC yet to be um, anyone that's like full dead in the brain. Like all the fighters has now become commentators. They've gone into the sport in other capacities mm. and they still seem in tune where like rugby and gridiron especially gridiron those motherfuckers get mad brain damage and they're gone like for life and there's multiple deaths in that sport so that to me is way more brutal yeah than ufc yeah is i understand yeah 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 i don't know they definitely um like because of all the diversity in the way you fight, you don't have that repeated brain injury like you do in boxing and, and gridiron and stuff yeah. like that because that's what really knocks you about, I think. Yeah. When so, boxing started, their gloves were a lot harder and they used to – a lot of people used to die. Yeah, they used to put like stones and shit in it, like cement. They used to do a bunch of shit to try and manipulate oh, like it. illegally. Illegally, yeah. But even without the illegal, they had like thick, hard cotton gloves. Yeah, I, I mean? found it – I found it – Amazing that when um McGregor and Mayweather were fighting, McGregor, <laughs> I'm like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> when they were fighting, they were um McGregor was going in and was just like, all right, we're gonna fight. And then Mayweather was like, when it came to the glove, he's like, it's gonna have this amount of thread of uh horse, and it's gonna have this amount of thread of like llama, whatever the fuck it is. And I was like, that's the highest level of shit because yeah. that is a guy that understands the power of each different thread of a boxing glove yeah, like yeah. to me i was like that like when he said that it was sort of a passover comment for everyone for me i was like so that is ma- fucking so insane outlined some yeah. rules he out- and those rules were to do with the gloves but what um what like what was the advantage to try and reduce connor's power or to try and see i don't that's that's why i was fascinated by it i was protect himself yeah that's why i was fascinated by it i was like what is what does that mean like what Mm. a glove is made from Mm. it's still 12 ounces or Mm. 10 ounces Mm. so if it's made by like horse skin or whatever the fuck compared to cow like the different types of leather, I was like, how 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 is he so I guess he's been in the game for so long, but how does he know and how does that change so much from the impact of a punch? Yeah. But that that is huge level calculation that I don't yeah. understand. To me, just give me a glove and let's go at it. But I'm not Mayweather. So yeah. to him it's like give me the right glove and I'll be undefeated. Yeah. Well, you'd understand him having his glove that he wants to wear, but then what him 
telling Connor what he has to wear sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's weird, obvious, huh? Obviously, like, um, wanted it fair or a, le- a level of fair and maybe maybe he just wanted to make sure that it wasn't tampered with so he gave it a specific type of glove, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's, 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 I a, don't know. it's a bit, it's, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. It may, definitely is real, like. What I said earlier, back in the day, they had those the harder gloves, man, and everyone was dying. Like major fighters, you'd go, you'd go see like in the fifties and stuff. I'm talking, yeah, about. yeah, yeah. So there'd be a title fight, and and the second best boxer in the world dies. Yeah, and that it, it's, it happened more than you'd like, sort of thing. You know what I mean? And or he'd die a year later or a week later of hemorrhage in the brain. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's just from having not enough padding on your on your fists. It's 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 weird because you got now you've also got bare knuckle fighting now that's, as well. That's the other thing they say that bare knuckle fighting is actually safer, kind, kind of better for your long term. Yeah, from your, from your mental like from your brain deteriorating from your Parkinson's and your other high risk diseases you get. You know, brain damage in general. Yeah, the, because it, you cut so quickly. Yeah, so they stop the bone, fight quicker. Yeah, so it's just like. You get beat up, yeah, but it's a lot of very, very pointed damage. You know yeah. what I mean. So you cut your whole face up and that, but the, the fight it doesn't mean you get like five hundred really hard. Doesn't mean your brain is bouncing around yeah, your head. Five hundred soft like smash to the brain that just um yeah just keep going and going and going and going and going till, till one of you pass out or you know what I mean. Like the damage, it's like beating up someone with a telegraph book. With with a phone book, you know what I mean. So so the cops don't know <laughs> the the classic trick. Yeah, <laughs> that's the classic mafia trip. Yeah. Have you seen? Are you gas for this Mike Tyson fight? Yeah, it's gonna be mad. It's Bro. funny though. It's funny. Like it's like it's just I don't know. It's such it's such a I don't know. I, look, what do I say? Uh, like it's it's. It's for show, isn't it? It's this big fucking yes. You know what I mean? It's like a Mike Tyson. I find Mike Tyson one of the like funniest dudes, best dude. Like he, I watched, I watched his um entertaining. He just had a podcast. He just did the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and I watched that. And then he's um he was vegan for the last five years. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, because of this, I've started eating meat. And then Joe Rogan goes, um, <laughs> Joe Rogan goes, oh, like, what did you, something about him eating in that? And then he's like, so what'd you eat as a vegan? Did you enjoy kale or something? Because kale is, you know, it's got high nutrients in it. <laughs> and then Mike Tyson goes, kale, kale will kill me. It will kill me. I'm talking literally dead. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's crazy, yeah. <laughs> He's fucking hilarious, bro. He's so funny. And um, yeah, he was because he was it's in he, he's a fascinating human being, eh? Yeah. He's a he's definitely one of the best fighters ever to live. Yeah. Like he's so amazing. And he's just honest. Like he was like the 30 second clip that he put up before the fight that announced everything. He put up a 30 second Instagram clip of him hitting the bag, not hitting the bag, hitting the pads. And then this whole thing started. But he was like, Joe Rogan asked him about that. And then he was just like, oh, after that, 
I was in bed for two days. <laughs> He's like, my back was hurting, like my <laughs> no leg way. and arm was hurting. I was I was in bed for two days. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I swear. I swear. <laughs> was he, re- was he being speaks. serious? Yeah. I love his honesty. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's all it is all for show. That's what I'm sort of saying. Well, he it's said just this big debacle. I love I love his uh, analogy. I think that's the right word for it. He said he's always been talking about um, killing his ego, and he's killed his ego a uh, long time ago. And then he got the ranch, which is his massive fucking weed farm. He's one of the biggest distributors in America, and he um, he chilled completely out. And then he was like the the ego kept touching him and touching him and touching him and wanting him to get out and do like get back to boxing and then he he was like I've I just let my ego go and then it took over me and now we're here and he looks shredded bro yeah he for someone that's 54 I think yeah he, he looks fucking Massive shredded boy, man yeah. I'm like how do you even how do you even like, I reckon they're doing some PEDs, of course. Yeah. You gotta. Like, you gotta. You gotta be doing some PEDs. Like, Tyson is definitely on some anaboles. Uh, at least. At yeah. the minimum. At the I, I minimum. I think that stuff's massive. And if you're in the entertainment industry slash sport industry, but you're not in the sport industry specifically, there's no rules for any of that, is there? Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's no rules as to what they can pump in their bodies and go and fight. Or is there? I don't there know. is. There is a lot, but not in exhibition fights. That's what I mean. This yeah. is this is an exhibition fight. Yeah. Like it's not in the UFC and all that. that. But that's why people sometimes take a long leave of absence to do it as well in the UFC. Um, to do what? To do uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Because UFC has this USADA, which is the United States Anti-Doping Commission. So they run all the sports doping of everything in the US. So they have the same thing. And um, (laughs) Nick Diaz, Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz's brother. Okay. um, He... (laughs) He's always had this thing of weed, right? He he like smokes weed and then he kept getting um banned. Like you not banned, you get put on a probation. Cuz if you get done by USADA, you have a suspension. That's it, suspension. So you get 6 months, a year or however long. <laughs> I always was like, "Oh, fucking Nick, what are you doing? Like why are you like What's with the UFC fucking going off and giving him a year suspension for some weed? It's like, it's not performance enhancing like other drugs are. But then I realized that um, the UFC was like, all we're doing is just asking the fighters not to smoke weed one week before the fight. And then he's like, weed might not be a, um, it seems like not a performance enhancing drug, but it's a massive performance enhancing recovery drug yeah. compared to any other drug. Yeah. So then when he's going to training and, and smoking weed, the next day his body's recovered for training where other fighters aren't. Uh, so that's yeah. why they're like, 
um, that's why they've got it banned. And that's, then, yeah, wow. <laughs> and then they go, and then they go. All we're asking, and we're not even banning fighters saying you can't ever smoke. We're just saying. One week before the fight, don't do it. But he's like, "Fuck you, yeah, I'm, I'm a smoker." <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, you wouldn't think we would be something that people get in trouble for doping in sport for. Bro, it's it's interesting what you say about the healing properties. Though. It's yeah, true. it's it's amazing. Like yeah. CBD in general, the the compound that heals everything is one of the best things in the world. That's why, yeah. like, that's why you know that that. That little kid, um, what's her name? It was the original. Um, it was the original uh, push for CBD and marijuana to become legal, and it was in Australia. Charlotte's Web. Have you heard of Charlotte's Web? No, just the children's book. Yeah, so Charlotte's Web is this strand of um, marijuana oil that was developed in Australia, and it was. Um, there's this kid, I think she was like four, between four and six or something. She had epilepsy fit, epilepsy fit, epilepsy fit. They went and saw every single doctor, like every single doctor. All of them prescribed the medications that are um, from the pharmaceutical companies that gave her further fits. Mm. And then she got to a point where she was just that bad that parents thought she was going to die. So then they're like, we need to look at an alternative way they went to this dude really hippie dude like random dude but he knew marijuana to a t so what they got him to do is develop a um a strand of uh oil for epilepsy Mm. so that's how it all started becoming like a talk that this might actually work so then they did it and then now they call it um charlotte's web and it's a particular CBD oil, and this kid takes it and has never had a fit since, and it's a normal child now. Where yeah. all the doctors they paid so much money yeah. for them, and they couldn't fix shit. Yeah, and they then, don't know everything. Yeah, they. It's. I don't know why it gets like a bad rep that it does. Like we clearly know that hemp. You can make clothes out of it. You can make food out of it. You mm. can make like shelter out of it it just molds into so many different things and i'm not just talking about thc the shit that gets you high i'm just talking about the the plant itself and what it's what it's done also for fighters and also for other people in general which is yeah charlotte's charlotte's web is you should type it in charlotte's web it it was like it was the first time Anything, anyone was like, okay, we actually need to look at looking at THC, not THC, CBD as a medical compound. Hemp oil. Genesis. So, it's just going, that is Charlotte Webb's hemp oil, the same as CBD oil. It's not so So it does have a little bit of THC in it. Hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty accessible. There's about five different websites you can buy it from. Here's your sort of web strain. So it's got zero point ten percent of it in there. I don't I can't imagine what well, uh, it wouldn't you get you high. It's a cart. You wouldn't get you high. 
Yeah, no, you can buy CBD oil these days. So it's got up to 1% THC. Yeah. And up to 17% CBD. Um, yeah, so it's a specific type and it's really... Um, this is weird. What, I can just go buy this? Yeah, sh- you can. What is it, the oil? Yes, yeah, the oil itself. It's not. It's not... The oil isn't illegal yet. I hope it will never be illegal. I'm guessing it's going more into the legal route than illegal route. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really good, man. Like people even give it to dogs um, who have like anxiety. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's. I find it fascinating that we're now figuring out that animals also suffer from anxiety and depression. That's a weird one for me. I don't know. Like, do they really? I don't. Uh, I don't know. What? I- what? Like, why? What? What is that? Whole like, thing? I've heard of people taking their dogs to the psychologist, like a dog psychologist. Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, we yeah, need to get one real- of those in, bro. Bro, bro. I'd love to speak to a dog psychologist, lad. What? Yeah. It's it's like a real rich person thing, but like fuck me, dead. Like I don't understand it. I I don't. Maybe they do. I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess depression. Really? Like they just plot around. They just want food and shit. Yeah, man. but if you don't take them for walks, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's got a lot to say with things like depression are physiologically more so than well. Very much physiologically, not just mental. Ooh, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because if yeah. the dog is sitting at home and stuff and it's just not moving around and it feels trapped, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then it does go crazy. And so that's like the same sort of part of the brain that maybe we have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like because the brain is is similar amongst animals, you know what I mean? Like it's like 20% the same as a dog's brain or something. But that part mm. of their brain that's freaking out, and they're calling that depression, you know what I mean? It, it probably, for me, if it is real, it proves that it's a clinical thing as well, you know, for for humans, I mean. Yeah. It's not just like a... Maybe we, the, I don't know, maybe there the, is studies out there linking um, animal depression and human depression. That'll be an interesting study. Yeah. Or even just that part of your brain is the same part that's being affected. Do you know what I mean? So people um, can learn about how how it happens and what happens and why it happens from dogs more so than just from humans. Is but it yeah. only? Is it? Is it only? I know cats as well. Cats are weird animals, man. Cats are. I don't trust any of them. I'm starting. Like I don't. I don't trust them. <laughs> but like I, I sort of am like liking them a bit more. Yeah. I used to. I used to be like no. Dogs, if you oh, like yeah. dogs, a hundred percent. But that's just your big dick talking, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then these little cats come out of nowhere, and I'm like, like I, I watch them on the internet and shit, and they're like, actually, they're <laughs> fucking, you know, they're kind of cute. They're kind of cute. Yeah. I was, um, have you ever, have you seen that? Uh, don't fuck with cats. I was just talking about Lucas, um, about that on the last episode. It's this Netflix special. Of this serial killer, international, um, and what he did is that he did videos with these little kittens, and then like 
started to abuse the kittens and people all around the world started being like, started in America and then spread around of everyone trying to find this guy because then he started killing the cats on, on live stream. But then the US people group was trying to go to the police, but then the police was like, he's got no jurisdiction. Like, we can't do anything about this. This is an international person. And the guy just uses VPN and the whole series is, it's a short documentary and it's just of people creating their own group and their own police to find this guy internationally. And then he kills a human in the end as well. But oh, real? Yeah. Is this a film? It's a short doco. Yeah, right. It's sick. Yeah, that's hectic. Yeah, the internet's, uh, the internet can do that. You can hide, can't you? I went into the dark web the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How was that? Oh, it was interesting. Onto eh? the Silk Road or? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was. Um, it's funny, eh? It's like eBay, but for, <laughs> for adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some illegal shit in you there, my like bro. A, <laughs> bro, you can buy fifty grams of coke and shit. Bro, you can buy anything, anything. Yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, which is it's. I guess it would get very disturbing bro, in some corners. I, I like this. This this. So so I clicked on services, and I was like, what's what's what am I going to see here of services? And then there's literally like. Hitman. There's hitmen, there's people that will hack any Wi-Fi, there's yeah. people that will go, like, deliver you, like, you can purchase, like, banknotes. So, there's, there's this particular guy, right? His particular thing was minimum, but there's other ones that you don't have a minimum. His minimum was 10 grand and you get $100,000 in... Um, counterfeit uh, that is like really good counterfeit really high-end counterfeit and then and what's crazy is that i love how i love how the review system of like yelp and shit yeah. in the real world is also in the dark world yeah, yeah, yeah. so then you got all these people saying yeah i went to the supermarket and this definitely worked and all these and this dude's got five stars yeah, yeah. like it's Fucking nuts! The shit that you well, can get in there. That actually keeps it safe and stuff too. It's that yeah. actually is one of its biggest strengths. Yeah, especially with the drugs, for sure. Because people could actually say no, it came and it was good, and then people would be like, "Oh, okay." You it, know what I mean? It was like a, it was a biggest strength of it. Yeah, and what's what's crazy is that the um the sites will shut down the like people like yeah. if you have like a bad review like there's a few that are, uh, you click on and then it will go in and it'll be like sorry this uh seller right now is suspended yeah. due to this review yeah and so there's this site actually monitors all the sellers to make sure it's all legit and it all lands and it goes to the people and all the things get done yeah it's weird man yeah. it's fucking weird yeah it's it's crazy eh? it's it's and it's just right there in front of us all. I almost bought a mystery box, eh? I should <laughs> do it. You can just buy it. I should do box. that for a fucking yeah, future episode, eh? We, we just open the mystery <laughs> box on camera, pull out a head. <laughs> Gnarly. Gnarly. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? 
cops are just listening to this podcast right now. Like, all right, we found the thing to We've get him on. We've found him. We've got him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just wait for yeah. episode forty with the mystery <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. <laughs> This this is our time. Forget all that fag shit he was talking yeah. about. Scomo, this is the one. You can you can you can rest easy, mate. We're gonna get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. But there was some there was some weird shit in there, dude. I'd love to just like, yeah. Buy. I might I might actually do. I might just buy a mystery box and see. What you can buy a mystery box. A mystery box. Is that what it says? Yeah, you don't know what it is. A dark web mystery box. So it comes with a question mark on the box. <laughs> it's weird, eh? Oh, you get it? Like you pay five grand and you, you get it? It's just like some Kit Kats. Yeah. Some like like, <laughs> like birthday cards, like, like flowers. A, a toy from a Kinder Surprise, but <laughs> yeah. it's like already been eaten and put together and... Yeah, it's just the toy in there. Yeah, it just says psych. <laughs> psych. Oh, Man, I don't know. I can't. I can't. It, it's not five grand, is it? You can get five grand ones, but you can get cheaper ones too. You can get like ten grand ones too. What do they tell you? What's inside? They like, don't. No, but what if it's like illicit drugs, and then you get arrested at your house, or like you know what I mean? Like, do they have any sort of? I don't know. In, in that? We don't know. Well, I don't know. I've just, uh, yeah, I haven't ordered one, but I'm uh, yeah. maybe I will. Yeah, because I know you can <laughs> get you can get mystery boxes from real website, like not not dark web websites, normal websites. Yeah, and then it just gets sent to you, and then you you open it and see if you like. You pay seventy bucks, and then he comes in, and then like YouTubers have done that as well, and they've want to switch from a seventy dollar mystery box. Yeah. And there's websites that now run mystery boxes, but a dark web one would be sick. Dark web's way cooler. Yeah. Way cooler. Way, way more. Cooler. Is it illegal for me to be on a dark web? Did I just like say something on camera and on this podcast? We always say shit on camera and on this podcast <laughs> that the, <laughs> the government wouldn't like. But did I just incriminate myself? Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine so. I can't Is that illegal how. or what? And I found out how VPNs work as well. So even though you have a VPN, it's not completely secure. And uh, it's like the Tor browser. Once you're registering to the Tor browser, it explains to you the extra level the Tor browser goes on top of your VPN to secure the identity. Okay. Which I found interesting. What is that? So the Tor browser is how you be safe. Yeah. So you have to use the Tor browser no matter what. And VPN is the extra layer of protection that assists with the Tor browser. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but yeah, so go, um, maybe the extra, extra protection Tor browser gives you. Extra. And while you're doing that, 5-8 Army. I appreciate you guys. We did have a break last week. You know, we all, during this coronavirus, uh, we all need to deal with some mental items and refresh, get away, enjoy ourselves. And that's what we did last week. So you would have just had a last episode. We had Lucas Stanton on, film director. If you haven't heard that episode, go check it out. Um, we will be having 
a uh, an actor on just to compliment that episode. He should be coming in either this week or next week. We'll see. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys and continue following, sharing and subscribing. Reach out to us anytime and you can see. So yeah, as so you can see there, Tor Network nodes. So you've got a guard node, a relay node and an exit node and then the internet file where the VPN doesn't protect that much. The VPN will just send your IP to a location overseas. Yeah. So that's the difference. So that location overseas can still be tracked. Yeah. yeah. And I always wondered why VPNs like if it's if if content is being blocked internationally, I always thought why is VPN so legal? Why it gets pushed so much? Mm. So that's why it's actually because it's not fully protected. It's just protected um, in the surface level. It's the easiest way to protect yourself. Yeah. Should we get some digital streets, bruv? Yeah, my bro. Yeah, no, interesting. I haven't really used Tor. Uh, I didn't know why it was necessary, but there's definitely a lot here. Yeah, it's yeah. If you if you want to truly be protected online, download the Tor browser. If you don't have a VPN, right? If you don't want to have a VPN and you want to be protected, download the Tor browser and use your Tor browser rather than Google Chrome's the worst. And um, then you got Safari. Um, the best is Firefox. If you use Firefox, that's the best way to stay protected. Um, but Use a Tor browser and that is the best possible way without a VPN to stay protected. We did get reached out by NordVPN for sponsorship. Yeah. We rejected those motherfuckers, eh? Yeah. They used to be cool, but now it's like on the TV. It's Everyone's got it. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. It's one of the best in the world. Yeah. That's why. But they just, yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was like maybe in future- What's interesting? Have a sponsorship by them. Political stuff with that, and it's all interesting. Like when when you send your signal somewhere, you have to, they have to have servers over there to send it. Yeah, and so I find it weird, man. The VPNs like Nord and stuff, they actually have to talk with governments and arrange for servers in every country. They have to buy server space. Yeah, so they can bounce it everywhere. But yeah, I don't know. I think they they might just sit under. Um, Microsoft Azure or Amazon um, web services. So on Microsoft Azure and uh, Amazon web services, you essentially use these digital services servers that are owned on massive data centers by Microsoft and that. Yeah. And you can hire essentially those. So I think that's, they just build the networks on inside that. Yeah. So which then is even, not as protected either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find I found I always wondered why is like VPN such a okay thing. Yeah. Like why is governments all fine with it? Yeah. Why is it fucking marketed everywhere? We're like, put yourself in fucking Canada. Yeah. Put yourself in this. Why yeah. wouldn't government be like, hold on a second? Yeah. But really, it's because it can get traced. Oh, hundred percent. Inevitably, if, that, if it's for very. Basic security in the scheme of things. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. If you're if you're a professional hacker or something, it's not it's not something to worry. You know, it's not gonna be like 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd be skeptical about doing too much, like with your privacy in regards to what the government can see. Yeah, no, you use even Tor, like I don't know. Nah, maybe, maybe I, not with Tor. It's a bit different. Yeah, yeah, because Tor, it's 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 well, like, Tor is an open source, like it's the Onion. Yeah, the, it was built the way by they chop up the data originally made by the U.S. military. Yeah, and then um, yeah, he got uh used by others and then eventually they took out the military from it yeah and then just made it into that's an exactly internet. right i remember that yeah that's how the that's how the dark web came about wasn't it yeah. through the tall brow yeah through yeah through the yeah cia yeah cccc that sounds sounds so conspiratorial but it's not go look it up yourself yeah all right? no, that's just like a documentary Truth. on how the dark web came about. It yeah, it's literally legal document. You yeah. can go and read <laughs> exactly how the dark web came about. But yeah, it was a it was a interesting. Let's get into the digital, digital streets. Woo. All right, bro, your Let's boy. Do I don't know if he's your boy, <clears throat> but uh, man, Not he's again. he's been accused of. <laughs> so comedian Chris D'Elia. Has been accused of exposing himself. When, when when did he expose himself? It was 2011? Bro, it's like... So it's just another person who's come out and said the guy's a creepies. This person is 26, I believe, is the female. I think two females came out, right? Yeah. So the my understanding of the story is that um, Megan Trust... Uh, was the girl, and she knew Chris Elia back in the day, and she gave him a ride. So, Drust, who was 26 at the time, uh, told she, CNN she was getting to leave. Delia asked her for a ride home. Um, she said, sure, and then, uh, and then he pulled his dick out in the car. And then she apparently... Um, didn't know. So, let's let's actually read it. So, asked her for a ride home. I said, sure. This was really before everyone was talk- taking Ubers and had marked him as safe, which equals a non-threatening male. So, apparently, females mark, mask, mark males in America as safe or not safe. As in like just to themselves? To themselves. That's a way of talking about it and thinking about men. Yeah, that's the way that they look and think about men. So she marked in her head that Crystalia is non-threatening. So yeah. that's why she was like, "Okay, I'll give you a lift home." Yeah. And then, um, that's so that's what she told CNN. Uh, he was friends with my some of my friends. I had met him before. That's what you do. At least that's what I did. You mark certain people as safe. We are both sitting there and I'm like, where are we going? And Chris is leaning up against the door of the passenger side and looking at me in this really weird way. And then he started to try and make flirty small talk, she recalled. I was very confused because it just didn't fit the moment. Then he took down his zipper and asked me to touch him. And I said, what are you doing? No. And because I wouldn't touch him, he started to masturbate. I couldn't believe it, Druss said. She got out of the car after that. I get out and I have the door open and walked out into the street and I'm saying, why are you doing this? And I remember saying, you're defiling my car. 
I didn't want to make him mad or upset because you're in survival mode, you know, she said. He climaxed in his pants and then he zipped everything up and I said, what's wrong with you? Scroll down. I got back into my car. He shut the door and kind of just stood towards the hood and looked at me without saying anything and then just walked away. Fucking hell. I'm standing there talking to my friends and I remember a guy's voice with his lips right near my... This is another day, a completely different day. So she says, I'm standing there talking to my friends and I remember a guy's voice with his lips right to my ear. You, he says. I turned around and it was him. I just remember being very flustered and very uncomfortable. It definitely made me not want to go out to comedy clubs, which was hard because a lot of my friends were comics, Trust said. I really raised my guard and I stopped going to events and I never went to anything alone after that. And that's the altercation. Hey. Yeah, I'll let you go first, bro. <clears throat> uh, well, it doesn't change anything from what I've previously said on the fella. It's just more creepy, weird shit. Like, I don't think the guy... Yeah. Like, is yeah. He just masturbated. How old was the chick at the time? She's 26. At the time? Uh, she was 19 at the time. No, that's a different chick. Okay. So, two chicks came out. She was 26 at the time. This yeah. is what it said. Okay. That's what I mean. Like, I, okay, Crystalia, mate, like, you have a weird way of picking up chicks, bruh. Yeah. Like... He obviously can't read a moment. He can't read that she's clearly not into him, but he's into her. So then he's sitting at his passenger seat, like trying to flirt, and she's like, "Yeah, what, what's he doing? Like, what the fuck is this? Like." And then I don't, know, I don't really believe that he went up to her and whispered in her ear, "You." Because that's the name of the show that he played that character in. And that's the snowball effect that made all of these allegations come out. Yeah, right. I so, did not know that. What, the show's called You? The show's called You. So, by her saying, he came up to my ear and whispered, You. Do you reckon you'll masturbate in front of someone in their car, jerk off, fucking come everywhere, leave the place, and then weeks later see that person and go up to them, whisper in their ear, You. Yeah, but you're asking what people are capable of, Diogo. That's people true. People are capable of horrendous things, that being a very light one. That's true. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. For me, I, I, oh, I, I can't – can't, I've I got can't. to call a spade a spade. Like, the guy, the guy I don't think should be – I think he's a predator. He's definitely got predator tendencies. Definitely. And, um, you know, that's as simple as that. To what degree, to what law the law should do about it, to what the cancel culture is trying to do about it. I think that most of the time cancel culture is pathetic and un, uh, not, it's, not, it's not serving the cause. Mm. I think cancel culture just creates scapegoats within our society and real issues that we have that are just uh, or talked about on the news about blaming one particular person for that issue or whatever it may be. Scapegoats. Society have always needed them, mm. and uh, that's that's the thing. That's like back in the old times, you know. There'd be a town, and say one of the 
cows died and then they go, oh, they'd have to find someone to kill or to punish or to banish. They'd have to find someone to blame because otherwise this, the, the community didn't function. Yeah. So if you've got a, like, you know, imagine a thousand or two thousand years ago and you, one of the livestock dies in your community and then no one can trust each other. And so it's very, and so often the king would be like, it was Johnny Cow Killer. You know what I mean? And they'd go and kill some dude and they don't know it was him, but it doesn't matter. It fixes the situation. Like the witch, yeah. witch hunts and like when the, they were burned. The witches were scapegoats and stuff like this, but that, that was the, that's a psychological, you know what I mean? We need to feel safe. We need to trust each other. And, um, so yeah, so we thrive on scapegoats, but this shit's big. It's a big issue, and it's a very much a worldwide issue. I think that we got to be careful with cancel culture involving scapegoats, but that's not a uh, exactly what we're talking about. I don't. Uh, I I understand. At like this guy clearly can't interact with women. He doesn't understand how to interact and read. Yeah, but so what? my bro, say there was we're reading a story about someone in jail and they, that actually um, manipulated women to come back to their house and then they raped them, like really raped them and then um, locked them in their – just some horrendous shit you can think of, yeah? So some yeah. absolute disgusting yes. pig of a man that, you know, I wouldn't feel bad if he died sort of thing. Yeah. Where, where does that argument end? Do you know what I mean? Like he doesn't understand how to treat women. No, but that's that's someone okay, so he's that is someone that did bodily harm. That is someone that's actually factually done bodily harm. But this guy, she is twenty six, he's in a car with her, he's thinking they're on the same page, and he completely fucking missed a mark. A thousand percent fucking missed a mark. Yeah. And uh, like, so I understand he's a predator and I understand that. I understand because because that is, from all the allegation, at minimum, the guy is a predator. I don't think that's bad. That's It's been one of our biggest episodes. A lot of our listeners probably are Chris Alia supporters and it's at the very fucking least, he doesn't know how to interact with women and he's a predator because of that. The difference is she's 26. When he when out of all these things, when the women like there was two girls that went into his house and he got them drinks and then they felt uncomfortable and they were like, "Can we go?" He goes, "Okay, go." Like if you're uncomfortable, that's leave. He lets them out. He lets them go, and they're like 20 something. What I want to know is why is this a CNN story? Like the guy's already been cancelled. The guy's already been done. The guy's already been finished. Was was he was he doing oh, it's just some more news on the same thing? Lawsuit it- on it or why? Uh, that, well, that's that's one thing that we've always sort of felt. If it is, you want to see these sort of people be charged. You know what I mean? Yeah. For it to come into fruition, um, it's a tricky one because he's obviously a creep. You know, he's obviously not. A dude you'd want around um, any females like for me anyway. I, I wouldn't want him around my family or anything like that. Hmm. No way. Uh, <clears throat> but in saying that, he hasn't been charged with anything. He's just had his career swept from under his feet. But 
in saying that, he's still in the news. You know what I mean? Like uh, bad press, any press is good press. That's what worries me. The the cancel culture is is creating is normalizing this shit. Yeah, but the, on the back end, he he suffers. It destroys people. Like he's he's lost two of his agents, which is from A Triple C and another yeah. agencies that are and the biggest in the world. Any money from advertising, he'll never he, see. He'll never see yeah. his his podcast has been fucking like pretty much cancelled. He hasn't done any episodes. His his comedy specials from Netflix has been wiped out. And also the movie that he was releasing to Netflix, they've they're literally reimposting his face digitally with a a female. And the show that he had coming up uh with Brian Callen, that's been cancelled as well. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if like uh, the crime fits the bill, the same as Louis C.K. I don't know if the crime fit the bill. In, yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? He shouldn't... Oh, okay, so they've cancelled him and it's unjustly. Like, I don't know, bro. I, I feel like he's a fucking creep, but I just worry about society cancelling these people and then being like, oh, it's all good now because it's not. Yeah. Like there's 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 real issues in our society with... with um with abuse and rape and different things and um and and yeah so these stories make they kind of normalize it a little bit because everyone's talking about it. same with pedophilia and stuff like that it becomes like this normalized thing because you see it and well these blokes do joke about things like that and stuff and that's one thing that's weird that's the thing that i hope never like it once it goes into these guys joke about things like that i think everything should be joked about is that is that yeah. a bad thing or not? No, no, no. I think everything should be joked about. Yes, I'm. I'm just. Yeah, I'm not saying that it shouldn't, but I'm just trying to say that what they're being accused of is also what he kind of talks about a little bit in his in his comedy. So moving forward, what's he going to do? Just keep talking about it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He it's funny moving much. forward. Well, he can. Isn't he calling his show something like got cancelled? Oh, good cancer. But what was he going to call it? Like writing a new show or something? Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> because working he's on new material. Working on new material was the name of his show because- Oops! <laughs> because he's literally like, yeah. Oops! That's what he does. That's one of his lines, bro, which is hilarious. It's like, oh, you got done? Oops! Oops! <laughs> Uh, all right, what else we got on the digital streets, my brother? Oh, just in regards to why CNN yeah. are fucking talking about it, my bro, they're not really – it's probably like the most interesting bloody thing on there, that segment of their um, news. Do you know what I mean? It's just uh, pretty cheesy stuff. Justin Bieber, assist Drake in DJ Khaled's pop star video. You know what I mean? News, breaking news. So like – Having this dude be all controversial is pretty pretty solid news for them. That's that's the issue that I have with news these days. Everything is just for a clickbait. It everything is just entertainment. Yeah, that's that whole Facebook. Yeah, there's a war going on. It's a mess. Uh, man, what else has happened? Uh, so last week was a big week in Melbourne for the coronavirus. They have the extreme lockdown, and people have been trying to get it to finish. It's 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 hurting a lot of people, and um, they had a protest about it. 
a lot of people were being arrested at their homes for protest for encouraging the protest and um yeah so there's even a footage of a pregnant lady being arrested oh um, uh, yeah, yeah 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 i saw this man i saw this find twenty thousand dollars for organizing a protest pretty gnarly so it, i find it amazing that organizing a protest is also just uh posting a group message of being like this event is happening during this day i find that interesting Actually, what I want to actually what I want to say um, really quick uh, before we move on or get deeper into this, I did see the protest in Melbourne over this weekend, and a particular guy, uh, he is a right wing news person. Yeah, he's just. Um, I guess his his outlet now is Rebel Media that he's just signed to, RV Yemeni. Look, I don't agree with all of RV Yemeni's views at all. However, him getting arrested whilst just doing media duties is not on. In Australia, absolutely not on. And anyone that supported that, you needed to really like take a hard look at yourself. There was footage of Channel 7 or Channel 9 guys that were media people. So he got arrested um, just because he was, there's the video is just him talking. He's got a bunch of police behind him covering there's someone getting arrested to his left hand side and then out of nowhere this cop comes and is like arrest him arrest him and then he for perpetuing violence and all he was doing is just really standing there and doing media coverage they arrest him mm. then they try to charge him with uh something about uh stopping the police from doing their work yeah. Right? Which he was. Destruction of the police. Exactly. He then gets let go free because they had no grounds to arrest him at all. And then he went over to talk to other reporters and journalists um, and ask him, asking them, like, why aren't you covering this or whatever? And um, their response after he left, because the camera guy stayed there, and was recording them. Their response was that Avi and his team are just a bunch of dickheads. Whatever they are, if you don't agree with their views, whatever his view may be, if you don't agree with it, that's absolutely fine. But for you as a reporter, see that police arrested another reporter... And then let him go, which means they had nothing on him and it was actually an illegal arrest. You should report on that as a reporter. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't just say they're a bunch of dickheads, so that's why we're not gonna report on it. Like if it's injustice, it's injustice. Mm. And then none of them get arrested. No other media people got arrested. Yeah. Apart from that particular guy. 
Yeah. Once again, I don't believe in everything he says, but if we're going to start arresting media people that are covering Australian protests, he doesn't even, apparently he doesn't even agree with like the entire protest as a whole, but that's his job. He's got to go there and do the media work. Yeah. And if your other media entities and your your supporting people arresting media, like how 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 dumb are you, really? Because yeah. it's just going to happen to you. You get fired by Channel Seven, and then you try to be a journalist, independent journalist, and you get arrested, and then you cry. It's going to be a boy who cried wolf. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, man. That's like unionism. Yeah, that's, the, that's like a fundamental of. That's unionism. why unions were really started, right? Is that is that is that right? Maybe not. What, because of journalists? No, 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 because <laughs> nah, of workers kidding, Because of workers getting mistreated. Yes, people getting mistreated and that's what, you know, like, but that's the whole thing with journalism. It's a very hard one and there's a lot of money. There's all the money is in one or two places, you know what I mean, Mr. Murdoch and et cetera. And so the whole idea of modern journalism is it's not journalism as such in a weird way, you know what I mean? It's just uh, accommodating, it's creating content. Yeah, unfortunately, like, but it might not exactly be that dire of a situation, but it definitely is very much going that way. And um, journalists don't have any any rule, any sort of union or any sort of um, way to bring uh, keep them in check. You know, what I mean, they they will keep their employees in check and keep them in check. People. Um, People, it's very cutthroat and dog eat dog, and I'm sure that uh, opposing forces within the media they look at each other with disdain instead mm. of realizing that creating a broad spectrum of journalism is very, very healthy and fucking extremely important for society. Yeah, and it's just we're not doing it, and we're letting we're letting that happen as as consumers and as um, Journal, our journalists are letting that happen. They're giving all the power to too, too few people. And you can't really blame them because they don't report that or they, they write this article from this perspective and they'll lose their job. You know what I mean? So it's, it's fucking gnarly, man. It's weird, man. It's weird. So I... I, I wouldn't be expecting any journalist to be, uh, you know, making stories about other, the mistreatment of other journalists in times like these anymore. In answer to what you yeah, just were but talking that's, about, but that's that's also cowardice. Yeah, but that's 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 the least of the problem. That's the least of not the problem, but the least of what's going on. It's gnarly, man. It's the same as not being able to say what you think, and then you're a professional journalist, and you have to say this, otherwise yeah. you don't have a job. Mm. And I found it. I found it really also another another big issue. Another big issue is that the guy was mic'd up. Um, once again, I'm not a huge fucking RV Yemeni supporter and um, I'm, I just, when it's unjust, when I see something, I got to talk about it. So uh, he, he also had, when he was arrested, they forgot he was mic'd up. Like yep. they didn't, they, you know, they just arrested the dude. He had his, I think it was his lapel mic. Yeah. Then he was asking the cop, like, what's going on? This, this, that, that, this, this. What do you think about this? Like, why am I getting done with this? You know it's unjust and all this and all this. And the cop just turns around. <laughs> fair to the cop, like, but also not fair because it's your fucking job, mate. Yeah. 
the cop turns around and he goes, to be honest, man, he says, to be honest, mate, I don't care about any of this. Yeah. So it's like, it's a protest. It's almost like he's there as just a machine. Yeah. It's just whatever he's told, he'll just do it. Yeah. So that's an issue in itself. Like That's a massive you, issue. You need to care. You're dealing with humans. You're throwing yeah. humans around. You're putting humans in fucking chokeholds. You're throwing them in cages. You're, You're arresting them- people in their own living room. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is, yeah, which is the pregnant literally lady. what's happened all last week. It wasn't just her. It was several. Yeah. Several people. Anyone sort of organizing the thing. I don't know if anyone posting about it. But yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy times, and the and the 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 powers that uh, the government has now because of coronavirus, you know, it being declared a medical emergency, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's a it's a it's a tough time, man. It's a tough, it's a crazy time. time. We we've got it so good in Australia. I don't think we realize how good we've got it, and um, we need to make a decision what we're going to do moving forward. Like, yeah. The the it's it's nothing will be the same after this virus. No, but um, people people should, I don't know. Good journalism now is the best thing we could ever have, and um, it's more and more and more and more risky to be a good journalist. Yeah, a real journalist. And so we've we've I grew up with these stories. You know, oh, over in Russia, if you say anything bad about the government, and this is in democratic Russia. I'm not talking in the 70s or 80s. I'm not that old, but like fucking. You know, you you don't say anything against Putin, like even right now in Russia, if, especially if you're a journalist. Yeah, didn't a guy just get poison? I swear we talked about that. Well, that's the that leader little, of the opposition. Yeah, he got poisoned. That'd be like Anthony Albanese just getting poisoned and has to go to fucking New Zealand for a month. Well, you know what I mean? The world like, we live in. Yeah. But so anyway, what I'm saying is the journalists over there, man, you, you just know. You just die. They'll just kill you or you just disappear or whatever. They're like... Mm. And uh, so, but the same thing's happening here. Mm. You don't get killed, but you might end up in jail, which mm. is what, what you know what I mean. But there's exactly the same thing yeah. that I remember hearing about. Why is why is Russia bad? You know, in in high school, in preschool, primary school, and 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 so for all the lovely things we have in this country, it's crazy that we're letting it go this gnarly. Yeah. I just, I just, as soon as um, we start taking out like journalists and just people trying to cover a story, like that, we're in a fucking slippery slope. We're already there though. They raided the ABC. They did all that. That that was just That's true. We're already there. That was last year. You know what I mean? And so now this medical emergency gives people on the ground, the police, the police on the ground, just the power to do. Not whatever they want, but kind of whatever the fuck they want. Because mm. like this guy arresting the journalist, he's like, but what about this law, this law, this law? I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm here as a journalist, not as a protester. Like, why are you arresting me? And he's like, oh, I don't care. It because a- he probably literally has been instructed by his supervisor to do that. And during the medical emergency. Did you see how like the police? No did you anymore. see how the police looked? They looked like they look schmick. Uh, I'll tell you what, you guys. They all had, drive beamers like, now. Have you yeah, seen them around? They're Sydney? looking good, man. They drive beamers. Put me up at job, police like, officers. Hey, I'll I'll put that shield on it and won't I'll be mine, get mate. out there. I'll well, are you against the police, bro? Come on now, you can't be against the police. I'm against the the 
silencing media and also media peers destroying other media peers. Um, that's that's what I'm really against. Like vaccines and and all that. Um, I'm for vaccines. I'm against mandatory vaccines. That's 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 a whole nother thing. But um, yeah, yeah man, me it's, too. It's a it's a weird it's a weird uh, situation uh, that we're in. And Avi, congratulations on Rebel Media. Uh, moving on from TR News and um, all the best to you, mate. I don't always agree with you at all, but, you know, I know I know your role is important. What's next, bruh? My man. All right. Uh, Digital Streets. Digital Streets. Joe Rogan's catalogue has now been added to Spotify. However, there's a bunch of shit that never got added. There's a whole list of people and episodes and, yeah, and it's got a in little bit of a – you can kind of see what's going on there. People like Brian Callan, Joey Diaz, mm. uh, Mr. D'Elia, uh, people, you know, Alex Jones, people that are already cancelled mm. or have been uh, looked at. Michaela Peterson. Yeah, but that's been reinstated. See the little um, asterisk next yeah. to it at the start? So anyone with the little asterisk has now been reinstated. Yeah. So Hicks and Gracie was another one. Shout-outs to number 97, Joe Rogan Experience 97, Freddie Lockhart uh, and Brian Redband. Obviously, Brian Redband started the Joe Rogan Experience with Joe Rogan. Um, but Freddie Lockhart, number 97, Joe Rogan's up to episode 1,500 and something. But um, I shared this list and uh, Freddie reached out to me. He shared it as well across his Twitter and then he shared it on his Instagram and he also tagged me in it. So shout outs, Freddie. Appreciate it, brother. I'm sorry you're getting censored. I don't know why you're getting censored, but you can come on our show anytime. Yeah, boy. You're welcome. Yeah. So- I don't know what Spotify's deal is. I don't know why, like, I'm giving Joe Rogan the benefit of the doubt here. Um, It's either going to be two things, right? Either they're going to take out all these guys and they're going to censor Joe Rogan for the next three years and then after three years, he'll have $300 in the bank and then he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Or they're not putting this up due to some algorithm situation. Oh. And uh, nah. I don't know. So I'm giving you, it nah. I'm giving a benefit of the doubt, dude. I, I don't know. No, I know. What are you trying to like give Spotify the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. Maybe they're all just a little closer than we thought, mate. Maybe YouTube and Spotify and it's, it's not the private and the public and this and that. It's they're all a little Do you reckon closer. they finessed Rogan? <clears throat> by giving him three hundred million dollars, so, yeah. that's not really finessing someone. You can, hey Spotify, can you please come and finesse me, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really dumb and vulnerable and <laughs> capable of being finessed. It'll be one of your best finesses ever. Yeah, man. I like. 
Because they said that he has creative control completely. That's what we've been told from the start of this deal is that it's a licensing deal. He still owns the show. He yeah, owns but- everything of the show and they have he has full creative control of the show. But I guess no one spoke about old episodes. And also pressures of like you've got freedom of control. They're not going to tell you like don't interview that person or you don't talk about that. But I'd think that there would be still things if something's detrimental yeah if something's detrimental to their platform i'm guessing they have the right to be like no yeah i'm guessing yeah i don't know i like I, it's tricky because it's long form media so it's it's again you know are these people listening to the whole conversation and then turning around saying this bit here you said something that really fucking pissed me off man like I'm not posting it. You know what I mean? Like I don't get what um, what degree gets looked at. But obviously on a very, pretty large degree, these have all been looked at because they're not being taken off for no reason. It's weird it's that- It's due to the content within them. And it's weird and it's weird that Joey Diaz and that is in there as well. And like so is uh, Eddie Bravo. Those, these are his friends. Louis Thoreau. Yeah. Like another one. Like Louis Thoreau is very like- public figure you know yeah he's 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 massive in the ai and cybersecurity community it's it's just weird man it's just weird but hopefully it's not the case i'm going to give joe rogan the benefit of doubt this Nick might Kroll. be because i've been watching him since episode like two of the joe rogan experience you never know like maybe some people you know maybe nick kroll requested his episode not to be on there you know you don't know yeah, there could be other reasons, uh, but I'm guessing a lot of this, like Joe Diaz and stuff, they they've taken him off. That hasn't been his decision. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I don't know, man. Crazy, crazy times, and maybe the light isn't at the end of the tunnel. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird situation, man. It's a weird time, especially for podcasters and everything. So. If you're trying to, by the way, if you're listening to us right now, we you can watch our videos on uh, the Five Eight Take uh, YouTube. It's called the Five Eight Take Dash Australian Podcast, and you can also go on our Instagram and watch it. Obviously, we're across a whole bunch of other platforms, but they're the mainstream ones that you can go and watch us at as well. If you want to sign up to our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the 5-8 take uh, where we put extra content on there and full episodes as well of the video. All right, next one, bro. What do we got? Well, man, it kind of ties in. Mass media, big tech. Um, this is the last uh, digital streets for this week, bro, but uh, it's yep. a pretty big one, really. It's it's interesting. Uh, Facebook has... Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but there was a warning they gave to everyone a while back, mm-hmm. like an open letter. That was Google, wasn't it? Oh, so Google made the open letter. Yeah. Sorry, my bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Facebook now send a warning oh, in regards to Australian news. So that's that's what I was saying. Remember when I go when we were talking about that open letter, and I was like, "How come Facebook is kept silent during all of this?" Yeah. So now they've actually come out and. They're saying. What are they saying? What what it is is um the government's trying to make Facebook and and online publications pay for 
content and also gives them pay, their paid content priority, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and so Facebook saying that's a very big warning and they should take a hardball stance against Australia's plan to force it to pay media companies for stories. Yeah. So, and then Facebook threatened to uh, has now threatened to take all news off Australian, uh, all Australian news off its site. Imagine if you use Facebook with no news. Yeah. They're talking about it. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? They're talking about it. It's a microcosm for other markets and what and globally, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. other markets, imagine that. Imagine if you couldn't talk about UFC on Facebook because it's uh, paid content as soon as you mention the word UFC or for some reason like that. Um, <clears throat> so Facebook's vehemently defending them. And uh, oh, that's a defending big word. Their stance and they've come out throwing punches. It says... The era of free news for Facebook and Google may soon be over. Um, they can block content to avoid regulatory risk. So they're just um, trying to, yeah. So the draft Australian law, which needs approval in parliament, calls for an arbitration panel to decide how much Facebook and Alphabet Incorporated Google's Google, sorry, Alphabet Incorporated, which is Google, must pay yeah. publishers if the two sides can't agree, line in the sand. By pushing back in Australia, Facebook is telling other European regulators what to expect in disputes over the platform's use of news. Um, an associate professor at the Business School of the University of New South Wales in Sydney uh, has said that at the very least facebook wants to force a change in the legislation or even delay its introduction so it's changing and they're going to change it it's very weird because i don't really trust the government not not like i don't really trust facebook i don't trust google i don't trust the government <laughs> bro you gotta start I, trusting people I, more I, like. I i hate that uh <laughs> these companies don't pay tax and i really think that um that should help making them pay for news I don't know if they don't pay for tax. I think they pay less tax than they should be, but I think they still pay tax. Well, they're registered in isn't isn't Google registered in um Jersey or something? No, but they have offices in here. Like Google has a massive Google has three yeah. offices in Sydney. But their revenue is through the internet. So it's their online revenue that doesn't it doesn't even need to reach Australian shores. They just suck billions of dollars out of our economy by people paying for Facebook or paying for And then they'll pay and, and tax then, and then, on the other and, end. And then they pay tax on the other end in which the Bahamas, they can manipulate which they some, don't even pay yeah. any tax. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. That's the tech yeah. giants. Okay. Like it's really negative, I, I feel. I don't think it's very fair at all. Um, mm. So I don't know if that's this is fixing that. It's very specifically about the news, this. Which is um, interesting. Do you read a lot of news on Facebook? I'm not on Facebook much at all. I'm on Instagram and Reddit and Twitter. They're my main platforms. Do, no. Is there a lot of news on Facebook when you're scrolling? Yeah, there is. Yeah? I mean, I don't know. Would it Im people impact your Facebook experience if there was no news anymore on the site? Um, no, not mine. But it would for some people, yeah. The, a lot of the major news publications, that's the first place they put everything mm. it's like anything it's like their main not outlet. their main but it's their fastest and it's definitely got a lot of you know what i mean 
even the police are on there, everything. So, they, yeah, they shout outs to the New South Wales Police Twitter account. Yeah, y'all are that killer. Is actually, trying funny shit. Out. Y'all are awesome. So, in regards to what I was just talking about, Facebook said in a blog post Monday that Australia's legislation is based on the flawed assumption that it benefits most from its relationship with publishers. So they're trying to say you benefit from us. We don't benefit from you. And Facebook is saying the reverse is true. You benefit from me. I don't benefit from you. Google also opposes the law saying in an open letter it would put the free services you use at risk in Australia. So people have called the law strange. Yeah. It's a demonstration of Facebook's use of monopoly power while failing to recognize the importance of reliable news content to balance the fake news that proliferates on their platform. Let me give one little side thing that I don't agree with this entire law. That law would also kill news outlets like ABC and SBS, I think it's still government owned. Oh yeah, they so those there. Th- this is just for News Corp. This is exactly. just Murdoch that's, News Corp. That's the gnarliest thing about it. It's like yeah, we'll bring a law in and find it, make money off the new off off online. And government, it's only one people allowed to talk. Yeah, it's weird. It's and those people weird. have lots of enough branches to make it look like there's different people talking, but that's just one person talking, man. Who do you side here, the tech giants or the government? Uh, well, I, I side with the tech giants in the way that they've gone about the law. Like it shouldn't be a law that just benefits Rupert Murdoch and keeps Australians down this – everything we've talked about this episode about the death of journalism. Mm. It's like, you know, it intensifies it times a million because Facebook is – people are always there and now it's being told, well, the only news can be from these sources and it has to be paid and et cetera, et cetera. It has to be prioritised mm. with its viewership. So I think that that's very dark and scary and, and dystopian um, because it's not, it's, not, it's not like a broad content mm. that's being financialized in Australia. It's, they're trying to screw Facebook into a corner and make them just talk, say what they want them to say. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you'll pay us to say what we want you to say in our country. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's pretty gnarly. So they're both at fault because I think Facebook and Google are wrong for not paying tax mm. and I think that it's they could do a lot better in regards to <clears> – yeah, I, I think that Facebook and Google should be for, – for me, I think it should be insanely open and you should you shouldn't – and so the people say, oh, Facebook does fake news and all this sort of stuff. It should do fake news. It should have everything on there. And the more we censor and squash, the more we just give them one voice or yeah. them being News Corp or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, so yeah. I, don't wa- I don't want any of that. And I, I-, I want a free speech. Yeah. And so whatever crushes free speech. But Facebook is very, very, very fucking guilty of crushing free speech yeah. and allowing other things to happen. And you can be a right-wing psycho on Facebook, but you can't be, you know, a, or you can also be a left-wing psycho on Facebook. But I'm just trying to say that Facebook seems to have its own agenda as well sometimes or at least its own. Um, it looks like it. Yeah. And it's it's very, you know, they'll allow certain things and not allow others, you know, that – 
that go against the guidelines. And I, I but think they are a, they are a company. I understand they need to create their revenue, but also they've become a little bit more than a company at this stage. Yeah, well, it's whether we like it or not, and whether they like it or not, they exist as part of uh, Western culture in a big way. And All cultures, just it's beyond borders. That's why. Yeah, it's Western. Become, that's why I say Western. I just mean. Yeah, it's people. just become like it's become the town hall. Really, back in the day, you'd go to the town hall to speak to everyone because there was mm. no phones or anything. Now you go on Facebook and you can speak to your families and friends internationally. So it's become a little bit more than a company, um, and I feel I think. I want to stop saying I feel. That's just a side note. Um, but yeah, I think I think this law, they do need to come to a common ground because it, if it was like if the ABC and SBS and that also benefit from it, those non-for-profit government sort of news stations, then okay, we have something to talk about. If it's just Rupert Murdoch's News Corp that really benefits from this and now Google and Facebook is hitting back... There's an issue there completely. And, bro, do you know how good we are? Do you know how good we are, bro? We started talking about news and media and in the end of the show, we rounded things off and yeah. finished off as news and media. I didn't even know we were that good. Yeah. Didn't even know we were that good. The best, mate. Yeah. All facts, no fiction. Yeah. And that's been the episode, guys. Woo. I hope you enjoyed. We will see you next week. Tuesday, we're out. Peace. Peace. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car in the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car in the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Ooh, I've been on the flex since flex zone. Neighborhood all in your eardrums. I ain't never scared like bone crush. Boy, I got God, don't fear none. My line busy, take no calls. Feels like I don't have no flaws. Snakes in the grass, cut those off. Yo, squad shady, my bros rock. No breaks, we go, 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 go. Throw shade, that's a no, no, no. Go high, go low, low, low. Like spinning in a 644. Cash money like 504. Ball like AD24. No sleep, me, mo, mo, mo. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car in the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car in the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Ooh, I'm a real one, my day ones. Try speak up, can't say none. Try dig dirt, there ain't none. I make the money that save up. 10 to 80, my savings. Take to the top on the base one. New car, racing. Fast lane, pacing. With the boo, y'all, that's a flex. Now I'm human, I am from another planet. I'ma teleport, might vanish. I'ma wake up, do damage. Join number seven, he's bored though. Working all night, need more though. I remember nights, I was poor though. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and a giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and a giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up.